welcome back to Doc Holly Talks Video Diary. So I uh, just want to first start off by saying thank you to all of you who have started following me. Hey everybody, welcome back to Doc Holly Talks. And today I have some thoughts about being a white person in this land that we live in where racism is an everyday experience and embedded and ingrained in every aspect of our country, our health system, our education system, our social justice system, our government, our politics, our economic system, our corporate culture, everything. It's, it's everywhere. And so it's something that I don't think, well, we, I think we would all agree we don't talk about it enough. And certainly within the white community, especially in the homogenous parts of our society in which we do not have very much interaction with people who are different than us, then this is definitely a conversation that we are not having enough. And that has to change. I think we all agree, or everyone I know, <laughs> I think, agrees that this is a conversation that we must continue to have, not just because of what happened to George Floyd and not just because of the civil unrest and the uh, racial injustice that we see right in our faces right now with the, the way that our government and our country is reacting to the protests. Uh, I think it's a conversation that we need to be having ongoing forever for the rest of time. So in the midst of all of this going on, I wrote an article that I would like to actually read. So not quite my typical um, talk where I just kind of talk off the cuff about the topics that I am interested in. This is something a little more serious. And uh, so for all of you followers, I hope that this paper, this article that I've written is something that you find valuable. So here it goes. The article is entitled, I'm Just Another One of Those White Ladies. Being anti-racist is embarrassingly new concept for me. Yeah, sure. I like to think my passive disgust about the racism I see in our society proves myself, quote, one of the good people. But it's time for me to quit the bullshit. In reality, I want to do the right thing, but I don't know what to say, so I say nothing unless I'm surrounded by like-minded and similarly cultured people. I'm a coward. The recent escalation of awareness and tension related to the multi-layered, pervasive, structural, and blatant racism that is the fabric of our society has me feeling an escalation of my own shame and desperation for change. I am definitely just one of those white ladies who says the wrong thing but tends to think of myself as so woke and compassionate that I dismiss evidence of my implicit bias, staying safe in my denial and defensiveness. Defensiveness often comes from a desperate desire to be seen as good. We cling to our positive intention identities and fear being seen as hurtful. Over the years, I've learned to admit my past mistakes and acknowledge my lifelong cultural and familial racist training. Even telling detailed stories of my past ignorant and hurtful racist decisions. Talking about it with my progressive, sympathetic, trusted white friends is one thing. But talking about it to the acquaintances and colleagues of color, my family of origin, where I learned these things, my community, and even our greater society is a terrifying prospect for this white woman. But let's get real. 
Nothing's going to change if people like me don't step it up. I've read other white women's descriptions of their efforts to speak to the racism problem, only to be criticized from every direction, including and especially from women of color. These non-white women have legitimate frustration and anger and validly reflect insensitivity, ignorance, and self-importance coming from women like me. We are in denial and use our self-image of willful morality as a self-righteous shield, projecting the problem back onto the voices of color who call us out. We're so afraid to admit we've been trained to harm others and even more afraid to learn what actions are needed for real change within ourselves and our society. We have shirked our personal responsibility. That personal responsibility is no longer deniable. I can no longer hide and neither can the rest of you so-called compassionate, caring, equality-loving white women. Anti-racism is not passive. It's not just sitting in your own white homes and social circles talking about the evils of racism. It's rooting out the implicit and unconscious biases we have and talking about it, admitting it, apologizing for it, and taking action that works to eradicate it from every aspect of our personal lives. That is something we can have power over, how we think, speak, and act. To American people of color, to my black brothers and sisters, please call me out if you feel moved to do so. Please tell me when I do or say something ignorant, insensitive, or racist. But I must also acknowledge that you shouldn't have to do this. The problem is not of your doing, and it's not your responsibility to help me change. The responsibility lies fully on my shoulders and other privileged white people with unearned power to challenge themselves and each other. I can't promise to never make mistakes that will hurt you, but I can make a commitment to my own personal excavation of conscious and unconscious bias and to the purposeful behavioral adjustments required for real change. That's it, guys. That's the article. So I hope this sparks thought. I hope that we all start to take personal responsibility for the part that we play and to know that even if you think that you don't have bias, if you have white skin, you have bias. It's in your DNA. You've been trained by everything around you to have this bias, to deny your own privilege or to not know how to respond to it. So I challenge you, I challenge all of us to have this radical self-awareness, to take responsibility for your own part. Anyway, thank you for listening to Doc, Doc Holly Talks. And uh, let me know if you have thoughts about this. I expect some of you may disagree with some of the things that I'm saying, and I would love to be involved in conversation. So leave a comment or send an email. Love to hear from you guys. Thanks a lot and see you next time.